Welcome back to Down to Watch. Welcome back. My name's Dan. My name's Raul. That's Raul over there. What's up, Dan? Yo, buddy. So I just saw this new film, mm-hmm. and I say new because it was it was completed uh, last year. Okay. It's been playing a lot of kind of horror-type festivals or like weird kind of alternative film festivals, and it's called Mad God. Mad God. Yeah. It's a very Where'd provocative name. So I heard about this uh, relatively recently. I feel like maybe a couple months ago, uh, a friend of mine was mentioning it. And oh, you know what? That's not true. So last year it played at the at Beyond Fest, which is a okay. festival in cool. LA. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't get a chance to see it. It sold out, um, and so I did not see it. And I wish I could have because I I just didn't know about this. I had no background information. But then the more I looked into it, I saw that this guy Phil Tippett is the uh, director of it, writer of it technically, um, had a lot of help. But this is like a pet project of his that he first started working on like stop motion animation scenes uh, mm-hmm. back in like, he worked on RoboCop. So that was the first time he did something. I think it was just mainly like drawings. And So then, I was going to say, he yeah. would have been uh, the, uh, the guy who brought us uh, ED, what's his name? 10. Which one? The the robot the like the the stop motion robot from RoboCop that oh, shoots everybody the big guy right he's kind of like a big looking dude isn't he's like the, called he's like the one oh something that sounds right I thought there was a more basic name for them like as a like what they're gonna be like the line the line of new RoboCops that's yeah like the ones that they're trying to release yeah machine yeah um, two oh nine is his name oh okay. Yeah, that's that makes cool. sense because I was like thinking, yeah, what would he have worked on in that? And so that, that yeah, eighty two oh nine, walking up to a set of stairs and then giving up because he can't he can't do them. Right? Yeah, yeah. So he um he like just like anybody would like to have these ideas for side projects and stuff, and then kind of gave up on it because he just was like, I don't know what's gonna come of this. It's like more like a short film maybe, but uh, years and years and years went by, and somebody saw some of this footage. Um, that he worked with in his studio because he he went on to work on like Jurassic Park and he worked on the early Star Wars uh, mm-hmm. first two films in Star Wars. He's got tons of like amazing credits for practical effects and that's awesome. Yeah, I you sent me a trailer for this uh, just before starting yeah. recording and yeah. yeah in the uh, in the quotes throughout the 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 trailer you get a lot of big names saying like. Phil Tippett is one of the most incredible uh, special effects artists of all time. I think yeah. Guillermo del Toro sneaks in there and says something like that. Yeah, on the poster, yeah, it's Phil Tippett is a master. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just uh, an amazing thing where you're just, like, trying to figure out how these things were created. Because it's just, like, mm-hmm. these, like, unbelievably, like, freakish, like, ghoulish characters. And it's basically... Yeah, I think- yeah. I think I mentioned it kind of looks like uh, the Chris Cunningham tool videos, if you've seen those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it, you could even say some, um, I don't know if you've seen some of the David Lynch short films. Um, mm, some of those have know. like weird animation stuff. The, the, the bunny ones were not 
short films, right? Those were that did start as like a a short film. Yeah, it was like um those ended up being in um Inland Empire. Inland Empire. Yeah, so I was gonna say Down yeah. and Out in Beverly Hills, and that's <laughs> <laughs> no Inland Empire. It's funny. I saw that recently too, again, and I did not like uh, it when I had. Seen I was it gonna before, say, but I do hear that's the least uh, rewatchable. It's, you know what though? I, after seeing it again, I saw the, the structure. I could see the strings. Like I never saw, yeah, kind of the strings being pulled, and I just thought it was gobbledygook. But it's actually um, a really uh, pretty cohesive thing for as far as David Lynch goes. There's artistry to the to the film's machinations, if not to its story and presentation. Exactly. That's yeah, perfectly said. So Mad God though is actually completely silent. Uh, and there's no, uh, there's, I actually shouldn't say that. Sound there's like a little bit or, of dialogue. Or oh, yeah. You mean unspoken. There's, exactly. no, there's no dialogue. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't really call it a, a silent film, but it's, uh, right. yeah, no dialogue. It's purely visual. It's a really good score, really good sound is effects the, for everything. The, this is, this is going to be maybe, uh, splitting hairs, but yeah. is it the, the, the characters of the, f- of the film do not speak? They speak a language we don't understand, or they just pantomime? You know, there's very vague things sometimes where somebody is speaking. Are they, uh, are they talking that like, sounds like uh, a baby. Minionese or, or Simlish or something? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like very, very briefly uh, a couple times there's like these weird sounds coming out of uh, these like televisions that show like a mouth and whatever. And so oh, there okay. is things. Yeah. Kind of like. You a, understand that they're given commands of some sort. Potentially, right? Yeah, potentially okay. that is the Mad God the whole time. You're, it's called Bad God. You're trying to Ooh, figure the out TV, who's the Mad God. The, the voice coming from the TV is the Mad God. I still it unclear, completely, oh. completely unclear exactly. Um, by the end, there's this guy who kind of more resembles to me what I think is is the Mad God. But it, it, there's various levels of to who that could mean. Uh, the whole world is made up, I would say, of Mad Gods that gotcha. are just like. Yeah, just like crazy, ghoulish. This is, this stuff is just like gory, over from, the top. From the trailer, like, it definitely looks like perfect fodder for big screen, like a uh, midnight movie uh, yeah. type of thing. It really yes. looks like like you could double bill this with like a heavy metal or like a uh, something right. like that. You know, that's a good call. Yeah, no, this is gonna play like midnight screenings. I think for yeah. for years. Looks and years cool. And years, years. I yeah. I would never probably watch this by myself. I would absolutely watch this with like a room full of people going like, "What? Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah. It, it was funny to see people like like responding to some things. I feel like I did hear some like, "Oh, like oh my, like oh," mm-hmm. like laughing at parts that were just over the top gory. You know? Would you say it's a serious movie too, or would you say it's, it's yeah more? I would say it is serious because yeah, the, the the artistry involved like requires. Oh such no, I mean like uh, tone wise. Is it like yeah? That's uh, what I'm saying. Like they take it serious. Yeah, no, it's it's okay. taken very serious. There are moments, uh, a couple of, like random moments where like you're like, oh okay, that's kind of funny or quirky or. But or it's weird, a goofy. it's a it. The film looks somewhat oppressive, you know, like the yes. style and stuff. That's exactly right. Yeah, because it's, okay. it's just a labyrinth of these bizarre. Uh, landscapes um, and it's not really on earth like you're not even sure where this is taking place there's one there's a few humans humanoid types uh, but it's very rare it's almost everything else is made up of like random kind of ghoulish okay figures of so it's almost sorts. it's almost more of like a horror film really <laughs> yeah no that's oh, exactly you know what? and it fits because it was released on shutter 
Yeah, exactly. That was the the first digital release, um, and now it's going into like some artsy theaters. I just saw it in cool. San Francisco at this artsy theater. And, if it's uh, if it comes around here, I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing it. Uh, and speaking of Shutter, they've actually stepped up their game, right? As far as uh, original yeah. releases. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know for a fact. I don't follow Shutter that closely, but yeah, I keep. I feel like more and more, I keep hearing about uh, Shutter uh, releasing different things because obviously, I don't think they they weren't involved with like the making of this. But at some point, um, you have to find out who's going to stream your thing, you know. And so they're a perfect uh, uh, service to do that. Yeah, for it does sure. work out that way. I, I've yeah. I've seen stuff that maybe wouldn't get the attention it should. Uh, find its way to shutter streaming and the awesome that's where that's what these the the dream of uh early uh splintered streaming was that like you would be able to pick specifically what you like to watch and shutter very right. much catered for to horror movie fans so yeah absolutely. I'm, glad, I'm glad i found a home there yeah like that we got to go back and watch uh i don't think you picked up yet right on the uh Oh, I'm forgetting the name now. What the, the name? Oh, with cursed the, uh, films. Cursed films. Yeah. 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 I uh, I've go seen. Watch I saw the the Exorcist one, which oh, cool. maybe was not the one that, for me to watch since I know most of that yeah. stuff already. Yeah. But it was it was a perfectly a perfect package of it. It was very well presented. Right. Yep. No, there's a few other ones that are like randomly like you wouldn't guess what had happened with it. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah. Shutters. Cool, man. Cool. Check it uh, out. But that's not what we're here to talk about today, Dan. No. We uh, we do this from time to time. We pick out a couple of shows from our upcomings. Uh, we package them together as a as an episode, as a sode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what do we got today? What are we starting with? Let's start with Dark Winds. Oh, Dark Winds. Yeah. Uh, this is a show that was, I think, when we did when I when I mentioned it on the upcomings, I. Mm-hmm said that it was being presented as a sort of a Twin Peaksy uh crime thriller uh, set right. looked like on a reservation back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. How 71. how accurate was that do you think? Uh you know what the um Lynchian aspect is not as uh, mm-hmm. strong as I would have um thought based on some of the trailer stuff. Yeah. But uh I think there's more to come with that like I think maybe we're working our way uh, towards the, uh, I, I would say it also falls a little away from Lynchian and starts yeah. to look a little more X Filesy. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, um, yeah, because it's a it's a hard thing to balance, like some of yes. the supernatural elements, and I mean with the with the murder. I mean, they're all they're literally saying with the with the girl is that she was scared to death. So so what is the what is the story? Yeah, What's the, how do we start how do we start the story? Yeah, so basically we're following these uh two or it turns out to be three cops on this Navajo reservation mm-hmm. in the uh, one of whom we know that's Zan McLaren that we've seen in a ton of stuff and he's an excellent actor in all the stuff that he's in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Um the other ones, yeah, we'll have to dive into maybe a little more cuz I'm not really familiar with them for the mm-hmm. most part. Um but yeah, we're basically following them in 1971 in uh, Monument Valley, which I guess part of I don't know if all of Monument Valley or just part of it is um, a Navajo reservation, but it looks amazing. It's like a I'm sure you've seen it in like John yeah. Ford films. Monument Valley like is that. one of the most filmed places in the world, right? Yeah, I think it has to be. Yeah, because it goes all the way back. John Ford's doing films in the 30s and 40s and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is that in Arizona, by the way? 
They keep uh, referencing. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Remember, they reference going back to Flagstaff, I believe, which is like the next closest big big yes, town. Yes, that's true. They do mention that a lot. Uh, I'm gonna. Yes, it is in Arizona, and oh, it's right on the border too. It looks like. Oh, I was gonna say. I thought maybe it was a a border a borderland. Yeah, Utah Arizona border. Oh, um, okay. oh, Utah. Interesting. And oh, cool. uh, yeah, I I'm not gonna lie to you. I zoned out a little bit whenever they hmm. started talking about uh, locations. Like uh, yeah. I just kind of went like, it's all desert out there. I get it. Small oh. town to medium sized town, very far away. Right. Yeah. Some for some reason I wrote Texas in my um. Oh, because it starts in. Does that thing get robbed in uh, Texas in the? Uh, I'm not sure. The I don't armored where that. Uh, that's another thing. So yeah. I've seen one episode of this. Uh, how many episodes are available right now? There's two. Uh, Darkwood. The first episode is available on AMC Plus's website for free. You can just mm-hmm. go watch it. Uh, I had some trouble watching it again. Uh, I tried to oh. watch. I, I I looked away to take some notes at the very very end, mm. and then something surprising happens at the end. Uh, which I think hmm. really paints the the upcoming episodes with like a more spooky uh, like brush. Uh-huh. But I missed what the thing was, and I couldn't oh. get it to play again. So Weird. the very last thing to happen in the episode is like almost like a jump scare, sort of. Uh huh. It, it was a sting for sure. Oh yeah, they go into this pond, and there's yes, like that. a body. I missed that. Yeah, like it was kind of not clear really what it was. And okay. I, and yeah, so I, I'm with you on that. I didn't go back and look at it because I was just like writing with what I'm supposed to feel, I think, on just like a single viewing, which is like this is a pond where like they throw a lot of random shit over the years that they want to get rid of. Like there's like bikes down there and I think there's like a motorcycle and then there's a body and there's a helmet that has the letters CW so, written on it. Yeah. I'm afraid. Uh, and, that, and that's... Uh, Let's clear uh, this up a little bit. Uh, where where this show's coming from? It's on AMC Plus. Uh, is this? Do you know mm-hmm. if this is gonna? Sh- is this uh, on TV too? Is this? Yeah. So airing? the way it works with AMC Plus, it seems, is that you can pay extra and you'll get those shows like right away, and then mm-hmm. um, eventually they're gonna come on AMC regular, the regular channel, because it's mm-hmm. yeah, like it's their channel, but it's just like a way you can just like get extra content or uh, get it quicker. So. I think it'll be on AMC um, week enough. to week, like a few weeks delayed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be how many total? Six? Six. Six episodes. And, six. and people have seen, wow. I think uh, critics have seen all of it, I think, maybe. Maybe. That could be. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's getting a good like review. It's getting 80s. It's getting, you know, uh, I think it's, I think it's like 8.3. I think it's 70s on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. High 70s. Which is yeah. a good score. Good. Like yeah. like 70 something. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're back in school and that's a, you know, a C plus. <laughs> that's it's 70 right. something on Rotten Tomatoes is a good score. Um, right. I don't know that I got that from this first episode. A, a, you know, a high scoring show. How do you feel? Yeah. Um, I mean, the first episode, I think, uh, has some uh advantages just being a first episode it's like there is like a lot going on comparatively Mm -hmm. to the um the second episode just kind of slows things down and we kind of settle in more but the second episode reveals something this is going to be a spoiler but maybe you felt this was coming and i was glad knowing it's six episodes you're glad when things kind of get the ball rolling quick on stuff Mm -hmm. and they don't just string things along so 
the um, partner guy who comes from an out of town area to help out um, Chi. That's uh, Jim Chi, right? Jim Chi, yeah. So he, yeah. What a what a the, my my I like that character. That was the only yeah. character I really caught on to. Yeah, no, he's very cool looking dude. Very, drives like a nice car. Seems like seems like he's kind of a jerk. You know, so, seems like he might be kind of stuck up. All right, so I'm gonna give you something. Uh, well, I know that he's uh, in the first episode. Yeah, he meets with uh, our our your good friend and mine, Noah Emmerich. Uh, yeah, I love whenever he shows up. Oh yeah, he's just, just he just doesn't really act to me. He's just like the a guy, but. Yes. He's good in everything he does. He's solid. He's a solid count on. He, we can count he, on you. He really he he looks like he's put. A, he's taken aback by whatever you're doing, and mm. uh, and he's pretty sure that he's gonna have to punish you for it. That's the <laughs> face he's always making. Yeah, like he's just kind of always like, "Are you for reals? Do you understand <laughs> that I'm gonna have to arrest you now?" That's kind of like the the impression I get from him all the time. Yeah, ever since the first thing I think I remember seeing him as Truman Show when he's playing the neighbor oh, of yeah. uh, of Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's and what put him if on. I don't see you later, uh, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Do you remember Such that? I also dude. remember he was the doctor in The Walking Dead. Remember oh, he's, uh, he's the CDC guy. He gets killed though fast, I guess. Well, right? yeah, he's only in one episode, but oh, okay. But I forgot what that. an episode, you know? Yeah. He's the guy who explains, quote unquote, uh, what's happening. Right. In the first okay. Season. And then it was, it's funny to me because well, you didn't really watch uh, the Americans, but he was. I didn't. You knew he's in I, that I, though, I, obviously. I. Is he the FBI agent exactly. across the street? He's playing okay. another FBI guy. Yeah. That that scene is so good. I've said it so many oh, times. That I know scene. You're that uh, unspoken him yeah. like looking around the garage while uh, what's the name of the main actor? I forget his. He's got a weird name. He's got. He's like a, just I, off, just uh-huh. out of the light, yeah. like around the corner with his gun ready, waiting to have yes. to. Uh, unfortunately, not wanting to shoot this FBI director or director mm-hmm. uh, agent, but you know, yeah, you got to, you got to. It's such a cool scene. It's so yeah, tense. it's great. Yeah. And he's a, yeah, he's great on that show too. Yeah, yeah. just a middle of the That's road. That's a white show dude. that I always regretted not getting onto earlier, but I think the time has passed. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe down the road you get maybe you get into it. Yeah, but All anyway, right. Noah yeah. Emmerich mm-hmm. kind of kind of gives away that uh, Jim Chi is actually an embedded agent. Exactly. Yeah. So then we know that as an audience, but um, what's cool is that uh, the main dude puts it together pretty quick. The main uh, cop. Uh, yeah, we should give a leap. Is it Leaphorn, right? Is that his name in the show? Yes, oh, Joe Leaphorn. Yeah. yeah. So we'll call him Joe. Okay. So Joe, the main cop, yeah, he puts it together in episode two and kind of like throws it out there like, I know you're FBI, you know, kind of thing, which I was surprised mm-hmm. by because usually that's that thing where in most shows, if you got a lot of episodes, it's like, oh, okay, let's string this along. We won't say anything about that for a while. Well, be a I big think surprise. the way that this show is built, like mm-hmm. you've got... It looks like a, a three-pronged situation here. We've yep. got the bank robbery, which is uh, spilling across uh, culture lines, it looks like. And that's, right. what's, that's what's taking uh, high pockets. One of my favorite <laughs> things for anybody to call anybody. Yeah. It, I've seen, it's come up you know, here and there that high pockets is a, is a uh, term that, for people. Have you heard it? Uh, I've never heard that. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh. I, oh, okay. I love it. It's fantastic. What does Low it mean, pockets though? is the first time I've ever heard. Oh, right. <laughs> I think yeah. it's just a play on high pockets. Sure. 
And what is that referencing? Um, just that I'm you're not even sure. I tall white guy. I always with... thought it meant like fancy, like oh, okay. ooh, you fancy, but yeah. like in a disparaging way, right? Like in a, but I might be wrong. I thought I didn't realize swarthy meant brown, right? <laughs> so you know, sometimes no. words don't mean what we think they mean. Yeah, Noah Emmerich is a tall fella, so it's like, yes, he is. Yeah, that was His a pockets fun are high. Maybe it means tall people. Sure, that would make more sense. I think high pockets meaning tall people. Yeah, yeah. But I bet you there's a there's a uh, a thing that we can look stuff up on that'll give us information. Oh yeah, yeah that's a good idea. Yeah, a little Googler. That's a Google idea. Yeah. Hey, so what were you saying that um, you weren't surprised that they revealed that or that they would oh, reveal right. that? Oh yeah. right. So because of three prong story. Yeah. Uh, and so I think this story and and that that last thing really gets it in that in in an unfortunately lost ish. Uh, uh, zone because mm-hmm. they're going to have the story about the bank robbery they're going to have mm-hmm. the story about this witchcraft that's going on and they're going to have the story about whatever familial strife uh, Joe Leaphorn was involved in before the beginning of the show right. and we're going to find that these three stories are actually very intertwined mm. and uh, mm-hmm. all the items at the bottom of that lake are probably going to tie into other events that are also somehow tied into uh, these these three this three prong story that we've got running. Sure. Yeah, I think that right. I think that's a a, a good call for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, I mean, that's why if you don't have all those stories dealing with the supernatural elements, then it's kind of uh, a weird thing. But if you can kind of tie those in somewhat together, right? Um, that's more interesting. Now there is there's there's a lot of ways you can do that. Most mm-hmm. of them are bad. Uh, <laughs> we have yeah. fringe where they just. Or, 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 or uh, also the uh, X-Files route where right. we're just a division that handles weird things. Right, right. right. Uh, so that could end up being like uh, Joe Leaphorn actually has been handling, you know, the weird things that happen in this area for the longest time. And he's now introducing Jim Chi mm-hmm. into, into the world of the spooky. Right. So that's a way it could go. Well, there's that too, and it's the um, the interesting thing is the the other the female cop who works in the mm-hmm. station. She's she she mo- looks cool. She looks tough. She looks she looks yep. like she can handle herself. She, the actress has a very good way about her to like really like stand strong. So when her name is Bernadette Manuelito, uh, <laughs> yeah. I found that adorable. Yeah, I know. I was just looking at that. I'm like, is that really her name? Yes, because okay. uh, yeah. he calls her he calls her Manuelito at some point. And I was oh, like, okay. That's a Spanish name. Is that in any way connected to? No, no. She's she's. I think she's she's considered to be a a so, native a native. Yeah. Person. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. So I'm trying to remember if this is first or second episode, but there's stuff where we realize she's way more into yes. the uh, spooky side of some of the um, related stuff with the tribe. They and the that reservation aspect of the show. Yeah. It's. The first episode was such a back and forth of things that I loved and things that I hated. Right. Uh, and the scene, the scene where she goes to what is like a half, is it a halfway house or it is just a house where, where the pregnant girl is yeah. abused? It's just the, yeah, where the pregnant girl lives because okay. she's doing a welfare uh, check. Yeah. She goes down to do that welfare check and then this, this woman in the door uh, who the she'll mom. I think it's one mom. day yeah. she'll one day learn how to act hopefully uh, she <laughs> just uh-huh. just puts 
on the wrong uh, face for every different thing she does in this scene. Yeah. So she's trying to pretend like she's scared of the cops coming in and worried that they're going to find something out. And then at the end of the scene, she switches to actually I've been in power this whole time because I have a magic uh, hoodoo right. that'll make you all wobbly. Right. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, you want some of that? And you're going to be like, no, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> and then I'm going to have a face like, haha, I'm I'm like a tough girl that'll get you. Yeah. Uh, she was bad at all that. And that yeah. scene was awkward as heck. The yeah. special effect for the for the for the magic happening, uh-huh. the even the way it was like uh done right. was poor, I think. Yeah. Followed by the cop then driving away and doing like a whole like séance, not séance, but like a prayer yeah. to seemingly cleanse herself after that situation. Right. Where I thought that scene was awesome. I was like, exactly. oh, cool. Exactly. I didn't expect that out of her. And mm-hmm. this is really like interesting. And she tells the, yeah, she tells her partner, uh, the Jim Chi guy, who doesn't really seem to believe in a lot of this, mm. completely Americanized guy. And she's like, you need to get yourself a medicine pouch and carry around some shit so that you mm-hmm. can, uh, you know, fight through what's going to come at you, you know? And he's just like, what? That's kind of a, a weird thing. But obviously, <laughs> we're only bringing that up in a show like this because it's mm-hmm. going to pay off later in some way, you know? I do appreciate the cultural difference of magic being referred to as medicine. Yeah, I like that. I think it's cool. Like, or you, or the idea that you can use medicine, like earthly herbs, to fight uh, spirits and stuff. Or the idea that you that magic, like, can be medicine and poison. Like, it can be depending on how you use it. Right. it, It isn't magic. It's medicine. It's just. Yeah, spooky medicine. Yeah, like there's something connected with the earth and what it can grow to fight these things that also yeah. come from earth. Yeah. So, but we did also get the mention of skinwalkers here. So, that them <laughs> mentioning them rattling off a couple of like uh, supernatural Native American things. Yeah. made me worry that it was going to go more the X Files route. Right. Yeah, and that's why you know? I can't really. Yeah, even even watching the second episode, it does get a little more into that with the lady which uh, that's the only lady that i've seen so far that's kind of presented with some kind you know some kind powers? of powers which one power the the blind the woman no no the mom oh the, the mom girl. with the, the the jerk mom yeah yeah the she's jerk the, mom who's it looks like whose husband or boyfriend possibly impregnated his child unclear to me really right. yeah like as she's she's being abused um by I think is what is her dad, but I don't know if he, I don't think he, I think he's so, just abusing her because she got pregnant. Maybe, you know, this not is the, this yeah. is the, this is a good sign. The good uh, example of where I feel like the show is pissing me off mm-hmm. in that, you know how, you know how much I, I rally for the savvy of the, of the uh, modern TV watcher. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of shows fast forward through concepts because they know that you as a, as a savvy television consumer, uh, right. you get it. You yeah. know, you don't need the spider to bite Peter every time. You know he's a superhero. You know he's Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Right. Um, this show did the the did that the wrong way, uh, and like mm-hmm. the whole abuse angle of this girl with her yeah. bruised wrists and her like, even the way she kind of acted, not anything on her. She seemed like she was doing exactly what was asked from her, the actress. Right. Uh, that whole aspect was treated so like cheesily and like. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's almost just like the it's a thing that we have to shoot to get to the next thing. Exactly. And so it's not really treated with kid gloves. Yeah, I know. It's kind of unfortunate. So yeah. 
and I see that type of thing. I or I used to see it because mm-hmm. this is a this is a sharp looking modern show. This looks like a brand new show, even if yeah. it sometimes kind of fumbles in like maybe cinematography or stuff, and it does look like a cheap show a little bit. Yeah, uh, I think it's more in the in the writing that it mm-hmm. looks like a CW show sometimes. Yeah, no, definitely. It's like maybe at at one point this was supposed to be like on. CW or like a network or something USA maybe? or something yeah, yeah like before they actually filmed it and stuff but like it was yeah. like it's and then they kind of morphed it into something a little more edgy it, it for almost looks network. like they put a they put that uh Zan McLaren and a and a and a nice filter right and that bumped it up from like <laughs> c-grade uh cable show to like prestige channel right but like the lowest end of the prestige channel yeah yeah, no, I know, dude. That's why, like, I'm, I'm kind of skeptical on, on. This. I'm worried, especially with only six episodes. It's like you got to get mm-hmm. down to business. Yeah, I, I have in my notes. This looks like it could be a modern version of KTLA Channel Five shows. Do you know KTLA? <laughs> Uh, like the local, um, yeah, LA Channel Five, which is the CW, which before was the yeah. WB. Mm-hmm. What, what was uh, the, what was, what's an before, example of? Well, before it was the WB, it was KTLA, just the uh, call uh, letters of the of the channel. Yeah, yeah, and they would every now and then crank out an original TV program, and they always looked like they were not made by professionals, right. kind of. <laughs> yeah, no, for for sure, um, there is that aspect, um, and I don't really mind the look of like that kind of thing. Like, but that's what we're saying is when you're distracted by a bad scene or two, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, like this show's kind of is it on that level, yeah. you know, of where it should be. So we're not really focusing on if it's if it's shot poorly, but the writing's on point and the acting's there, yeah. you kind of let it go. Exactly, when all three of them fumble, or two out of three, let's say, because yeah. I think the acting's fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, some random notes here. Uh, George R. R. Martin, executive producer hmm. on this. Thought that was Does interesting. That mean that he I saw just that paid money though. No, well, it could mean that, but his involvement is strange to me. You know, um, it like, is strange. I, I, I agree. And it, yeah, and it lends itself towards a f- maybe a fantasy idea. Obviously, you know, like I would think he'd be involved, okay. like the way Guillermo gets involved in things that are kind of like on the macabre side or whatever. It's okay. like. So I'm curious um, if that, you know, ends up coming around in the show in Maybe. some way, you know, a little bit. And then uh, a cool touch I thought was uh, when the um, detective at the beginning goes in to see the the murder scene and he puts this ash on his oh, eyes, yeah. on the sides of his eyes, like next to his eyeballs, like on the side of his face. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty cool. Like I'd never seen that. Yes. And I didn't look it up, but I was curious, like, obviously it must be just like a protective. Yeah, it's a cultural thing. Cultural I'm thing sure. for sure. And yeah. yeah, I agree. It was very cool. Uh, I worry about that for myself. Like I'm not, I'm not worried about the show doing anything. I'm worried about myself falling for like, uh, uh, you know, the word, like making cultural stuff into like cool, like uh, genre uh, uh, exercise, kind of. You know, uh-huh. like, like. I hope the show doesn't get into like, yeah, you know, this is a Native American culture of, you know, doing that. And when you do that, you suddenly get superpowers that you can see like, <laughs> clues to, you know? Right. Like, I don't want it to end up there. No, no. And that's the thing, too, is like, it's kind of weird when um, like a, a network takes a show and like they're like, well, they want to be obviously kind of like diverse and like, okay, we'll have like it on a, a reservation. And then, but then at one point, or at what point are you like just kind of, mystifying things just for the sake of playing into 
stereotypes and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, I just exactly. hope the show can, yeah, elevate itself to be more than that and not just lean on that. And so far, yeah, so far for the most part, it's like, and it's also showing that like within any kind of belief system, uh, there's a lot of shows like that, like Under the Banner of Heaven with, with Mormonism and stuff. Yeah. Like, there's always a dirty kind of underbelly section or kind of a, a, a group that's on the rails of some weird shit that's like not everybody believes in that really or not everybody rides that way or or chooses to kind of like use their powers in this other way. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm curious what and, they're going to uh, do with it. Culturally, there's also this thing about the way that the way that we see reactions happen on this show. Yeah, uh, where I start to wonder if maybe I'm not f- like uh, if I don't understand enough to get it. Right. But like, I feel like their responses, especially I'm thinking of the conversation that um, that Joe has with his wife, who turns oh. out to be like a. a a a a nurse who's uh-huh. mistrusting of white doctors, right, and right. therefore lies to uh, the pregnant girl uh-huh. about uh, which is I'm sure will be a, about about whether she should have her baby in the hospital. She tells her, "Don't have a baby here because they'll they'll make it so that you can't have any more babies." Oh, interesting. Like she lies yeah. to her about that. Yeah. Um, and then and then, and then smiles at the doctor as if I yeah I translated what she right. told me to translate just perfectly fine. Yeah. That sounds like, that seems like it's going to be interesting. But yeah. later on she has a conversation with her husband. Uh, her husband has stolen evidence in mm-hmm. the form of uh, a letterman jacket that the dead girl uh was wearing. Right. Uh and we find that we we know from earlier that there's a connection. He has a connection to this girl and yeah, I didn't um, know the the connection was with the mother. Like he dated the mother of the girl or something. I don't know. I don't know if that was completely clear because there's some picture. Uh, not to me. Not in the first episode. Oh, okay. Maybe it's the second one. Yeah, because you see him as a. It looks like he's like a young man, and there's another uh, girl that. Uh, so I thought there was like some other something going on there. Okay. Know? Yeah. Uh, well, the scene where he's holding the jacket, she comes out and she tells him, "You sh- you can't." keep that that's bad don't do that yeah and he's like yeah okay i won't and there's yeah. a they have a whole interaction i love you okay that's cool um yeah. like they have a whole interaction where their responses are very uh uncanny they're not what i would expect a character in that in this scene on a tv show to react like uh-huh. or to be honest even in real life it seemed very like flat almost right uh, but it made me think uh is that is that a cultural thing Sort of like Minnesota Nice, and I think of Fargo, oh. and the oh. way that a lot of characters in Fargo act in ways that we would not expect normal human beings to act. Mm. But if you're from that area of the country, you understand that mentality or that uh, expressing yourself in a certain, in a particular way that does seem unreal to other people. Yeah, I think that's so. Exactly. I wonder is is the lack of like response mm-hmm. is this a culturally you know mm-hmm. uh, native thing, or yeah. is it the show being a little bit not greatly written? No, I think you're right. I think it is because yeah, and we see in the second episode he had, there's more with the jacket, and he almost goes to deal with it like he's gonna bury it. Like a lot of what they seem like they the these these native people do is like uh, they they want to bury stuff mm-hmm. uh, for the dead. Uh, yeah, that's how the show the, the starts, right? The, yeah. The, the, there's a guy who was stealing items off of reservations, and he makes him bury him about a foot into the ground, which should wash away with the next rainfall. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Well, at first, though, he kind of like digs a pretty big hole. Well, for... they're setting it up as if he's digging yeah. his own grave. Right, 
Right. Yeah. No, that's why I was like, at first I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. That was the most USA network (laughs) uh, scene of the whole show, I think. Yeah. I know. No, I, yeah, it's just very obvious. Um, an interesting detail I thought was uh, that a homicide on a reservation is considered a federal crime. Mm-hmm. So the FBI had to come investigate that. I thought that was cool. Um, I've never heard of that before. It, it makes well, sense. Well, let's remember that it's the 70s, so we oh, right. the same laws apply right now. True. But I'm almost certain it has some awful connotations too yes Uh, well we're not going to police you on a daily basis but you guys can't police yourselves when it's serious right or it's also that like let we're going to be in control of whatever goes on so and we also are probably not going to pump the resources in to figure out your crimes therefore you're not that important and you know who cares he does he does mention how few deputies he has to cover how large an area but right. I definitely get the impression there are only three police officers in this town. Oh, dude. Yeah. The poster says, uh, I just saw this as we were turning things on, 27,000 square miles, two cops. <laughs> no, boy. So, not yeah. even three? We're going to lose one of them? Well, I think because the guy is the new one. He's not really a cop. He's an undercover right. FBI guy. Uh, I have, I have, yeah. I've asked my quest, myself a question at the bottom of my notes for this show, Dan. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's see if you can, if okay. you can uh, follow. Okay. Uh, are the cops A. Yeah. Coop, B. Mulder, C. Scully, or D. Mm-hmm. Constantine? What's Do the you What's get, the first one? Coop. Uh, Coop Cooper. Oh, yeah, from uh, uh, Twin, Twin so, Peaks. Yeah. What I mean is, yeah. I I guess let me switch the order so I can put them in an array. Yeah. Mulder is a believer. Right. He understands the spooky things that are happening. Right. And he's fully into investigating them. Right. Coop is open-minded. He's excited by strange things and he's interested in uh, yeah. in uh, researching them. Yeah. But he's still got his feet on the ground and he's, uh-huh. he wants rational explanations when necessary. Yeah. Uh, Scully does not believe. Right. She's going to try to find rational explanations even when it's real dumb or three seasons ago she got kidnapped by aliens. Right. Or yeah. Constantine. He is fully an agent. Deeply in this, there is no, he is fully aware that everything is real and he is actually actively involved. Like he believes in all this. The no, he is an stuff. agent of spirituality. Right. He is not just believes in it. He is he actively like, as a he's building charms. He's making yeah. packs with demons, you know. Yeah. Um, so you're saying for which cop or you're just saying in general? Which like, of those are the cops going to be? I just kind of. Oh, okay. Because I don't so, think there's going to be much of a difference. Yeah, so what I would say is that for the most part, except for the one girl and a little bit for the main guy, like everybody's Mulder. Like we're very in Mulder territory and we're headed towards... uh, Constantine? So No, 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 no. I think that's too far. That's too far out there. Even Coop, even Cooper. If if there was to be like a season two, I could see main cop becoming uh, a Cooper type in a way. But but yeah, we're headed towards uh, Scully. Is it Scully? Mulder Scully's Scully? the skeptic. Yeah. She's the least interested. Oh, in I'm sorry. So we're going from Scully towards Mulder okay. um, as we progress. Yeah. I think Which so. is, I think, the most regular trip yeah. a TV show makes between those two points. But at the same time, I don't I don't mind that because it is kind of weird. Like when you want to be like, I got to solve this crime, but now I need to say uh, that it's spiritual. You know what I'm saying? Because Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially because you have the FBI investigating it. And so you have to convince them 
of some of this too. Mm-hmm. It's not just your crime to solve. So uh, that's where it goes deeper, and that's where it's ultimately not about. I don't think it's going to be about the solving the murder thing. It's going to be deeper than and how it connects, like you were saying, like how there's it a there's else. a similar serialized TV show where instead of native people, it's white people uh-huh. uh, called Haven. Mm. Uh, have you ever heard of that? I feel like I heard the name. It's of a it. Stephen King short story adaptation. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's like whatever happened to Joe DiMaggio. I think is the uh-huh. Joe DiMaggio and the Sundance Kid or something like that. It's got like a crazy. Oh, the name. Colorado Kid. The Colorado is the Kid. Stephen King novel. Yeah, I see it. Here. Uh, okay. uh, and it's it is like a town of um, of uh, of Mulders and like right. a Scully and a Coop come you know oh, okay yeah. and, and it is the same idea like all the, the and it's very like 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 comes from deep i think uh caucasian roots you know yeah so i i learned some shit that i didn't know <laughs> yeah about, like about some some old cultures but right. it's it's same idea like a town full of weird weird happenings right and 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 skeptics yeah. come around yeah so okay so this is the thing that and it's related in some way i think because we see, we we see that Christian dude who's like obviously I don't think he's oh yes, by the end of the second uh, episode Steven Seagal <laughs> yeah I don't have well, well, I, he comes out in the first one he's staying at the house of the dead the the guy who died in the motel that's his like uncle I think yeah right is the guy and who he died. is Steven Seagal right oh no he's a priest that's why he's dressed that <laughs> he's, way never mind <laughs> yeah exactly we come to realize he was involved he's involved in some way with the bank oh, stuff. He's super shady. Yeah. From the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because they're like, is anybody believe in Christianity that's you know in the in the tribe? And yeah, they're right. kind of like, uh, not or, really. Uh, something I found really interesting that I kind of doubt they're going to get into yeah. is he. They say something like, not too many native people going back to right, Christianity. Right. Exactly. Which I found like, oh wow, that sounds like interesting history to look into. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, because what was I, the point? I, the high I know point. that in in you know. Uh, Mexican, uh, native Mexican Americans, or yeah. native people to Mexico in North America, uh, uh-huh. fell deeply under the sway of Christianity and mm-hmm. never left. You know, like right. stayed. Right. So I'm curious the Native American story of coming to Jesus and then yeah. saying adios. Right. Yeah. Your come to Jesus moment, but also your and then you see Jesus you later Jesus. Moment. Moment. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Oh, and then, but also we have that priest character who's, I believe, Rain Wilson. Uh, I have not seen him. He is not in the first episode. You know what? Yeah, and he's barely, if not at all, in the. And they say he's in all six episodes on IMDb, which we. How do you feel about this? True. What How do you mean, you like his Rain Wilson in a in a drama, in well, a dramatic role? I think it could be interesting. I think it's going to add some levity actually to things because uh, he's not going to be just one hundred percent dramatic. Although the first thing I saw him in. Even before, was it even before? Oh, I know, before, I know you where. Know say. You know what I'm going to say. Who's Ego God Prego? What is that? Was that not Rain Wilson? I don't know. In Juno? Oh, it might have been, but even before that, he he was in a sh- little show. Bill Hader. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you might be right about that. We'd have to look that up. But that was l- that was in uh, around the office time frame. Yeah, it was. This is before off the office called Six Feet Under. In which he played uh, like an assistant. Oh um, yeah, I know Six Feet Under. Undertaker. The, or, uh, people often say it's got the best ending of any TV show of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great show. And so yeah, he plays a very serious character in that. Um, mm. And so that's what so I know him from. Dexter, in the right? 
Dexter. Well, Dexter is uh, plays the plays both sides kind of. You know, it's like a it's kind of a light mm. show in a way, even if it is serious with killing us sometimes. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I've I've heard extensive about extensive uh, people talk about that show a lot. Yeah, so I'm just curious how Rain Wilson fits into Dark Winds, which mm-hmm. we'll have to see. I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. I, I, I find them to be yeah. a silly human being. We'll see how it looks. I don't yeah. know if I'm gonna give it. Do you know? Is this just an anime thing, or the? Do you know? Mm-hmm. Do you guys have the three episode rule? You do you normals have? The, no, sorry. I know. I've heard Mike say that a lot. Our old producer okay. Mike would always talk about. I'm gonna give it three episodes, and it yeah, you gotta blah, do blah, the blah. three. The idea being that the first episode throws everything at you, so right. it's kind of hard to guess whether a show's right. gonna be good from the first episode, uh-huh. and that the second episode is always basically a repeat of the first episode, so that you can remember what happened. This right. is more prevalent when shows went week to week, not so much anymore. Yeah, um, I was gonna say because this is only six episodes, so yeah, it, three it, it used to happen more. Yeah, uh, and then the third episode is where they show you basically the what's what in video games is called the the play loop. The thing uh-huh. that you're going to do over and over that's supposed to keep you coming back. That's right. usually the third episode. Mm. Like that episode should look the way the rest of the series' episodes are going to look. Right. I like that idea because, yes, two is just kind of like fallout from one in a way, like part mm-hmm. two, part two of part one uh, or like, the first uh, episode. You you iterate the, the premise, but you include every aspect of it in the first episode. Second episode, you reiterate the premise without with just the premise. Right. And then the third episode, you go, OK, this is the this is the formula now. Yeah. And I think we're on pace for that. So I'm going to keep uh, I'm going to keep watching it. I'm yeah, curious. I'll probably give it the three episode. The yeah. three episode rule. See what's up. Yeah. Just for Miss Bernadette Manuelito. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. Should we move on? Yeah. In the meantime, another show came back. Something that we have been watching. Yes, the boys. Yes. Yeah. Got another series of the season of the boys from uh, Amazon, and from uh, what's his name? Not Matthew Vaughn. Uh, uh, Eric Eric Kripke. No, that's the that's the TV Garth Ennis. That's his name. Oh yes, comic book guy sure. Garth Ennis from Preacher and other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about pre- previous seasons of The Boys already, mm-hmm. so um, everybody should know, for the most part, probably the, the very basic premise of these anti-superhero types. Um, but uh, I, if you recall, I, I wasn't really a uber-crazy fan of the first, sure. uh, first season. Uh, second season drew me in, uh, I think, in the back half when it got real action heavy. Because this show has moments where it uh, just lull, kind of, and just like... Mm-hmm talk a lot and not really a, a lot's going on and uh we already don't really care a lot about a lot of these characters because they're mm-hmm. just not likable so but the third season is very promising like so far the i'm liking it i think the talking or the the large info dumps they're yeah. a necessity of having characters who physically can't be intimidated <laughs> so mm-hmm. we need like info dumps to explain why mentally they're being restrained right i think yeah, like that to- sometimes sometimes well, yeah when it's not gus fring doing it it's it's tough to listen to yeah that's true yeah the gus fring stuff is like uh, i don't know i could watch gus fring do anything yes on he can anything. do yeah. he can spout that stuff all day and i'll be like yeah you tell him yeah but uh but yeah as soon as he uh, and the and the guy that they got to play young gus fring 
Uh, we mm. his name is not Gus Fring on the show, just so that everybody knows. John uh, Carlo Esposito. And then his name on the show is. Do you remember? Oh, I'd have to look that up. Yeah, as the head Edgar. Of, Edgar, the head of Edgar. Fought. I don't know if that's his first name or last name, but it's Edgar. Sounds good to me. How many? How many did you see so far? Uh, I saw three. Okay, I think there's five. Same as you, I think, right? Yeah, I think there for sure is four, maybe five. Well, I think when I watched, there was four. I don't know if there's five today, but yeah, yeah, I was watching and there was four. Three, that's pretty good. That's good for you. You think you'll finish this season? Yeah, you know, I'll finish it. There's, uh, what is the other show that I said? Oh, uh, Stranger Things. So, yeah, I finished Stranger Things. There's shows that I watch, and when I watch them, I watch them. Yeah, there's not like a ton, but like when you're there, you're like fully into. You know what you're gonna you're you're in it for a reason and you're gonna stick yeah. it out. Yeah. And yeah. the boys specifically, I'll probably piss somebody off by saying this, but the boys is mm-hmm. a cool show. It's it's interesting. It's it's neat. It's got a lot of cool ideas. This uh, from the beginning, it's been I feel like very political to the time that we're speaking of right now. Mm-hmm. Or spe- while it's coming out, like yeah. I think it's highlighting a lot of the crap that we're dealing with on television with politics and crap yeah like i think they've pushed that to the fore even more so in this series Mm -hmm. season three Mm -hmm. uh i so i like the show and i like people talking about it and i enjoy like enjoying the show people who are crazy about this show they freak me out yeah i know you're saying like where they're just not really getting the joke kind of of the thing and like I yeah. think the people who go hard for this show are the same people who think that Netflix is awesome for making Squid Game real. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where you're just like, like they missed the point. Yeah. That, that was, they fully missed the point of the story. Right. No, I agree with you totally. Yeah. Cause that's the thing is that, I mean, this show has made it a point to just have like bodies explode. Remember last season, we uh, it was like a whale explode. We like explode mm-hmm. through a whale's body. And like, and so just like from the first episode, it's like you're wondering what levels they're going to go do to. You, but do you feel like this is this is how it feels like to me? Yeah. It feels like the goriest parts, the parts that are very clearly just for like shock value. Yeah. Just to, just to go, oh my God. Even the yeah. way that they're exploding people in this season yeah. is way different from the way they've done it before. They're like uh-huh. pulling them inside out in like cubes and then dropping them. Right. Like, so that they spill apart. Yeah. Like like yeah. the like they came up they their special effects people worked all like summer school on their physics engine of like viscera right and at the when it came back to filming they were like hey you guys producers look what we can do now yeah and they showed them like look we can make a body go inside out in cubes and then at a certain like uh threshold just release the gravity of all the inside bits and they just (laughs) slop to the ground right yeah and they're like okay we're gonna do that one million times in this season yeah yeah, to and the to point me, where it's just not. I'm there, sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You were there. Uh, and to me, it's divorced from the show already. Like when right. that starts to happen on the show, my yeah. brain goes to a different place. It's not yep. it's not happening in the drama of the moment. Right. It's like here's the bo- here's Huey having a moment of intense panic and here's the boys trying to freak me out with a bunch of gross stuff. Yeah. And now back to Huey trying to figure out what he's going to do with this new information. Yeah. No, I think that's exactly right. And that's when it's similar to like in a in a big like action movie like typically I, I zone out big time with the big action long you know climactic yeah, action too, scene yeah because I'm just like it's not interesting you know I've seen it like a, a million times yeah. so yeah, yeah when a show throws it at you that's just like oh exploding bodies is like no big deal then um uh, yeah it's not like I don't appreciate it, like because I feel like they're 
in on the joke. The show knows what it's doing, obviously. You know what I'm saying? It's not just doing it well, to be Well, I think it's salacious. trying to play both sides to a certain extent. I think it knows yeah. that there's... I, it's not trying to get rid of the fans that love the gore. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But in a way, you would almost think so. The equivalent in like a Game of Thrones on HBO show is mm-hmm. the nudity, the uh, gratuitous uh, sex scenes, whatever. That kind of starts to tail off by like seasons three, four, five. Because sure. we've been there. We get it. Now we are invested uh, in these For characters. a variety of reasons. Also because yeah. a lot of the actresses had scored better contracts that said that they didn't have well, to get naked no more. At least, yeah, that was like for, yeah, one one or one or two characters. We know for so a fact, like, yeah, yeah, that Danny yes exactly fix their contract up yeah 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 because you become a bigger star or whatever but also just like thematically within the show it's like we don't need that anymore to be on board we're on board and but right. this show we're writing yeah with this show though it's like if they take that away i don't know you know it's like it's so ingrained yeah, in what the show is that it's tough it's not it's definitely not uh in the way it's yeah. it's not it's it's not like stopping me from enjoy it and sometimes the gore is creative uh, exactly. This, this this episode or this episode this series this season starts with like a super gross one, like with termite, right? Feel real gross, huh? Yeah, the termite. Um, yeah, he jumps superhero. up a dude's shaft. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. the yeah. the like, sneezing the after the coke. Uh, after yeah. doing a line of coke, I was like, I already know what's gonna happen. Like right. immediately, he sneezed, and I was like, Oh, I get it. We're gonna watch him explode from inside the dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. and then we jumped up, jumped up his dick hole, which I didn't see coming. I did uh, not know. No, I've never seen that. And in then, my life. Uh, and then the thing that I expected to happen happened, uh, and I was like, Fine, whatever. Yeah, like it was gross. Uh, I thought the added touch that it seemed like the dude who was half gone on the bed was. Yeah still alive was interesting like right uh like dying Uh clearly about to be gone but still like clinging to and then immediately i was fascinated by the same like guy Mm -hmm. having been caught by frenchie trying to do the same thing to him in order to silence exactly yeah yeah yeah. suddenly the fucking great scene started yeah right that's why yeah we needed to know how this guy operates because like we've seen ant-man and we think Mm -hmm. oh little guy he's gonna do some cool stuff but then we see the version of the boys ant-man and it's just like completely of course over the top gratuitous crazy violent but then the way they use it yeah like then you realize like oh shit frenchie could die easily if this guy jumps in his ear you know it's it's (laughs) incredibly he's incredibly imperiled and very funny at the same time like like true panic and like honest like like humor right you know like Like, covering all your holes just try and cover all your holes cover his butt and and dick hole while (laughs) yelling at his partner hey help me this guy's trying to jump up my ass right (laughs) fantastic yeah great so I, I, it doesn't get in the way. It serves its purpose at times. I mm-hmm. definitely get the impression, though, that there's a contingent of boys fans out there that's, that misses the point and is like, yeah. if you don't like the guts, you don't, you're dumb. You're like lame. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And there's always going to be, there's, that's always yeah. going to be the argument, like, because that's the, like, Edgy the school shooter, that. like, yeah, like violent video games creates mm-hmm. the, you know, whatever. It's always going to, you know, it's going to be a couple. It creates the sound. Oh, <laughs> it makes that <laughs> around the world. Lots of, <laughs> unfortunately, boys <laughs> running around going, oh, <laughs> making that noise. So a cool aspect of this season that uh, this was in the trailer, too, is the 24 hour V um, serum oh, yeah. that like they're thinking about uh, marketing, right? Like they're trying to thinking about. Yeah, it well, out. 
What they're no, or is it what for they're doing specific? is yeah, they, yeah, it's specific. Okay, so a fun thing is Bobby Singer, uh, Robert Singer, the producer slash actor, uh, has been playing the senator who's trying to become president. I think uh-huh. uh, throughout the series. Uh, and at the beginning of this of this season, uh, Edgar Stan Edgar uh, is selling him on the idea of twenty four hour superhero military personnel. So mm-hmm. they wouldn't be selling it to like market; they'd be selling right. it to the government right. because the reason the government didn't want superheroes in the army is because they're difficult to control. But if you could uh-huh. take their superpowers away after twenty four hours, then there's nothing. There's no worries anymore. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that makes that, sense. B- that guy, Robert Singer, by the way, Bobby Singer. Uh, I I like him as an actor a lot. Uh, he used to be on a show called uh, Supernatural, which was a show mm. aimed at girls about two mm. handsome boys that mm. run around saving the day for monsters. Uh, and he was like their father figure. Uh, okay. But it, but, you know, it gained a huge cult audience because it was about Supernatural stuff. I saw a lot of seasons of it. Yeah. Uh, he's great on it. He's like legit an amazing actor on this like cw goofball show right yeah uh he he is he has been joined by one of the brothers of supernatural this season uh soldier boy uh is uh is one of the supernatural brothers uh aaron oh uh, no not eccles ackles oh it's not the guy ackles oh jensen oh i see him on the cast is it soldier uh, boy or is it patriot what was it yeah soldier boy Soldier Boy, yeah. yeah. I forget the name of the of the other kid, of the kid who was uh, possibly molested. Oh, I don't know. Oh, was it a superhero? One of the superheroes? It was his, it was his Bucky, remember? Uh, oh, right. So, uh, Gunpowder? Not Gunpowder. Or is it some other? Yeah, thing? something like that. Something yeah. like that, yeah. It might be Gunpowder. Yeah. The premise of every every character is getting back to a place. All the characters that we've seen in the other in the other seasons are getting like a storyline. They're all going to end up intertwining the way these things usually do. Yeah. Uh, and one of the storylines is that Soldier Boy was the original. He was basically Superman, Captain America. Right. Um, and he was killed. Uh, off camera, so we know he wasn't killed. Yeah. Uh, and now, in an effort to find a weapon that can kill uh, Homelander, the uh, some of the characters are looking into the death of uh, Soldier Boy to find out what this weapon was. Right. Yeah. Pretty sure there isn't a weapon. Pretty sure we're gonna <laughs> find out somehow. It's the weapon is either somehow Soldier Boy or. Oh, good the call. The friends we made along the way or something like that. Well, yeah, because if you could divide Captain America in two, kind of, it's like home, 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 uh, Homelander's kind of one, and then, uh, mm-hmm. you know, part of that, and then um, and then the other dude is uh, Soldier Boy. Yeah, it Boy's seems the like uh, the, the, the big, dumb, Aryan face of goodness is a mm-hmm. patriot. Or I'm sorry, Homelander, and Soldier Boy is um, the hoorah army uh, American. You know, like yeah. uh, the patriotism by kicking ass and taking aims. Do we know does Soldier Boy have the same exact home uh, Homelander, like uh, laser eyes and like? Does he mm, have? I don't think so. Oh, I didn't okay. get that impression. I got yeah. the impression that maybe he literally is Captain America. Oh, okay. So he is just like kind of like super strong. Yeah. I think maybe he even had a shield. Remember? 
Right. Yeah. No, his face mask thing, he looks like, because uh, we only introduced really to him in episode three, right? In that flashback. I was going to say, we're we're just yeah. shotgunning information right now. So if you're mm-hmm. trying to keep uh, keep tabs on us following some sort of a line of thinking, <laughs> nope, none of that. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely loved a uh, young Mallory scene. Holy crap. That actress is great. She's first of all, she's doing a great job of being the young version of mm-hmm. uh, of that. What is she like a CIA subdirector or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's like undercover, like not undercover, but she's like a uh, what's the word for it? Like where you're she's like a deputy. Was she a deputy director of the CIA before she was on the run? I don't know if it's exactly that, but she is on the run now. Right. Because she lives with yes. the kid and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. OK. Lori Holden. Is that it? Uh, Countess? No, no, no. Sorry. That's somebody else. Well, I know her name is Mallory, right? That's her That's her character. Oh, Madeline. Madeline. I'm sorry. Madeline. Madeline okay. Stillwell. Nope. Yeah. No, no, no. That's that's Elizabeth Shue's character. I'm sorry. She's <laughs> she's gone. Well, Mallory. I think her name is Mallory. I'm pretty sure her name is Mallory. I'm trying to go back to the uh, episode. Oh, here it is. Yep. Grace Mallory. Uh, actress oh, Lila Robbins, who's great. Yeah. She was in Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. That's crazy. Um, the young actress they got to play her as young it was great. Oh my god, what a good impression of that lady! Yeah, uh, and that scene was fantastic. I loved the the like going back in time to yeah, like it looked like, like Korea maybe. Uh, yeah, I was trying to figure out. I mean, I thought it was like they were saying stuff about Pre-Vietnam. Iran. Was oh, it pre-Vietnam? okay. I thought it was. I, I got it the, was jungle. That was like that wasn't desert, was it? No, it wasn't desert, but it was like, it was kind of confusing to me because based on her age. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. South America, it was Latin America. That's right. It was the Iran-Contra. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was Iran-Contra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where Iran came in. That's where, yeah, Um, right, right. So, yeah, like that whole scene was great. It really brought me back to the first season where we got a better impression of what was wrong with superheroes. Right, right. And And it reminded me of Suicide Squad, kind of. The yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah, because we're just throwing all these characters like Swato. The guy is like a mm-hmm. like a little. Uh, he flies like fly. Watto. He flies like Watto from uh, Star Wars. Oh, that's who the. Okay, maybe that's I'm, the. Uh, I'm pretty sure kind of the way yeah. that his the, his wings buzzed from mm-hmm. his back. Yeah, and like he kind of hovered stupidly in the air. Right. It, looks so much like Watto from yeah. the, from the prequels that yeah. I was like, oh, it's gotta be. Yeah, and then we also see uh, Black Noirs. Uh, what he looks like, right. which is very you cool. You think that this is? I think this might be a misdirect. I think oh, there's really? maybe something different. Well, okay, well, so okay. that's different from the comics for sure. Oh, okay. in the comics, Black Noir is a mentally damaged clone of uh, Homelander. Oh, okay. Not uh, a black dude. Not a black dude. Oh, okay. Uh, but we have seen him before with his facial damage, right? No, I don't think so. Did, oh, with it not, off? I, feel, I, I thought we had seen that he had a messed up face. Oh, from a partial angle maybe or something? Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I just think saw there's th- more to Black Noir though. I think this is a red herring as like as far as going like, this is what Black Noir is. I think we're going to find out more about it. We could, but I, I did hear that we were, like that was a hyped thing before this uh, season started that like you're oh, going to okay. learn who Black Noir is and stuff. Yeah, it seems like, like not enough it. though. It seems like, it seems, it well, seemed, and it seemed wildly depressing. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, because I was like, oh, how does he learn or how does he get to the point where he can't talk? Before we see what, what actually a, happens and his face gets all jacked up. One of the most up. unnerving things to me yeah. in like war footage yeah. is the the person who's damaged to the point of not understanding that they're there. Right. Yeah. That is always very, very uncomfortable, unnerving. And like, 
uncomfortable yeah. is not a strong enough word like well deeply yeah. unsettling yeah and deeply. also to the fact of like how they mentioned and why mallory doesn't like superheroes being involved in war is that they're not trained they're un they're unprofessional they're un uh, uh what do you call it like unqualified and that's what ends up happening is because that one dude hops on the freaking super gun uh, what's that called like a gatling oh, gun type thing two people screw up right because swaddle uh-huh. keeps going up in the air and giving away their position oh you're right that's right yeah and yeah. then and who then the is other it guy. like it's I don't know the other guy's name. Uh, no it's soldier boy's little little munchkin yeah the one who gets up on the gun yeah i forget his name. and and i and i i felt for mallory throughout the scene where she kept screaming those are my guys like she yeah. was taking a owner she wasn't saying like we're on the same side she wasn't saying like you're shooting your 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 teammates right. she was saying those are my so you're like killing yeah. my people and at the very end she sees the kid in the hat that she had been talking to earlier and right. was all destroyed yeah it was a hundred over a hundred or 200 like it was some crazy number like of deaths in that scene i was like well like it was very clear like like they were there it was they were obviously shooting their own guys like yeah they were lined up like facing Facing the wrong way yeah Yeah. exactly yeah no awful awful (laughs) that scene was great though the very very good scene uh as opposed to i think the drama of the modern day stuff sucks, Dan. I think like it sucks. The Homelander like birthday meltdown. Uh, that Some of that less, was cool. Some of I that was I don't think that's drama. That's dark that's comedy. That's, that's black yeah. comedy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm thinking more the 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 little boy stuff. Uh, oh yeah. Anything with that kid is just like yeah. yeah All the stuff real. with the kid, and it's not even Butcher's fault because mm-hmm. I thought the kid with uh, or the scene with um, I forget her name because it's not the female what does she go by uh wait, kimiko. oh kimiko. yeah uh-huh uh-huh the scene with kimiko where she's talking to the boy she uh-huh. says like i understand kimiko to be an, an empathic person yeah and she says things that like i would say if i wanted to send someone down the path of villainy right like like she doesn't like I, the stuff with the kid is seems so forced Right. The scene, the butcher, yeah. uh, uh, Harry and the Henderson scene is very stupid. You Wait, know? Is, yeah, he's talking to him. You on don't the, remember uh, when in Harry Zoom? and the Hendersons when uh, who is it? Who's the guy from Harry? John and Lithgow, the, the actor. John, John Lithgow, Lithgow uh-huh. yells at him. We don't want you. We don't love oh, you anymore. Right. But it's to save Harry, not to <laughs> right. like. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly the stupid scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, bad. I know. It's a bad scene. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's why this show, I just come to realize, it's always going to be a few threads. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to lie. I fast forward. Sometimes, I'll, like, I've been doing this lately on some shows, dude, because I feel like yeah. at sometimes you, you've seen enough TV where you you're just do like, the, I don't need to. You don't go the 1.5 time? I don't know if I can. I'd have to look into if I can do that on my Apple TV. I don't know if oh, I can watch okay. it 1.5. Yeah, I know that's a possibility on some Netflix viewing platforms. Netflix does it now. It took a long time for Netflix to add that, but they do it now. And yeah. I use it from time to time. The yeah. Boys is not a show that I will defend to watch every moment of it. Yeah, no, no, I mean, absolutely not. Just when you're not into like a certain storyline or you're just like, see where things are Fine. going. When you can see. I what, don't yeah, it's just care what's happening with the deep. It was oh, fun. The beginning no. was fun when we were about how gross he is. Yeah. But. Every time the show reminds me that he sexually assaulted Starlight, right? I, I, I forgot all about the it. fun gets sucked out of the room. Yeah, especially like, where they're the forcing her to go along with it. In that, they're, yeah, they're episode. abusing her again. Yeah, yeah. like uh, Home, uh, Homelander is abusing her with this previous yeah. abuse. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that the deep has lost all fun for me, and he should. 
by all intents, it almost makes me wish that they had done something different at the beginning as far as the sexual assault had gone. Right. It yeah. should have been maybe less like that's an important story to tell. Yeah. At that moment in the story. Yeah. It is now like hurting what they want to do with the deep. Right. And yeah, I don't think they can. I don't think you can pull the deep out of that. I, yeah. I, I think. Ultimately, I wonder too if they're bringing him back so they can get rid of him. You know, maybe it's one of those things where it's oh, like, they're gonna like kill him in action. Yeah, yeah, like maybe yeah. he's gonna. They're gonna do it. It's just so because it, then everybody's probably just like. But yeah, it does seem like back? they they get really close to going too far to mm-hmm. to the point of no return. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it almost seemed like the deep was gonna demand an apology from Starlight. Right. Uh, and I yeah. was like, well, that that would put him solidly in villain role right like that would yeah and then he then they didn't, didn't yeah and i was like that feels like he's gonna stick around yeah that yeah. feels like they they're not committed it, to it i think it's only as committed as uh also like the the thread that's dangling to me is that because at some point homelander has to be the villain of the whole show sure. and the world or whatever and everybody's on board with him not just like the boys you know so mm-hmm. um that's what's gonna be i think that's what's i thought last season was leading towards that kind of and it was in a way within our within our core group or whatever, but mm-hmm. not to the whole world. But at some point it's gotta be like, he's, you know, persona non grata to the entire. And universe. and we got a glimpse of that in that imagine scene where he laser beams the crowd, which I, which is great. I which I always forget that that was, I always, that was so real seeming that I yes. thought he really did. Yeah. So the, I always have to I, remind myself like, Oh, that didn't happen. Yeah. That makes sense. What's his, what's his nuts? Uh, is it uh? Who's what's that? the guy's name? The actor, the um, uh, Aaron St- Ant- Anthony Starr. Uh, he is so good as Homelander. The oh, the uh-huh. like the the way that he just he's always manages to contain his frustration, but just just barely before he murders everybody, like right. is is really palpable. Like yeah, like and that's why that scene where he laser beams everybody from last season is so good because you see him. You see him tip. You see him right. like almost contain it. Yeah. Nope. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Zap. Yeah. Like, and he's doing a really good job in this. Mm-hmm. I, I, he does too good a job and he, and he's ex- excellent in that scene where he describes to, to Starlight how he would take over the world. Right. Like how quickly yeah. it would happen. He could bring down he's, all the resources and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so dripping with like, like malice. But you still have that scared little boy. Well, then why don't you just do that? Right. Like to it. Yeah. Like, well, if you're so big and bad, just fucking do it already. Right. Then. Right. Uh, like, so you do have that like scared little boy aspect to him. Yeah. That like, that's all really really good. Yeah. But it does hurt the dramatic stakes of like. Well, then no one can really control him. Now, every time right. Stan Edgar says things that put him in check, it mm-hmm. chips away at the realism of him actually being able to do that. Yeah. And then also it's that it's the Chekhov's gun. He's the gun and Chekhov's gun in a way where it's like, yeah, if we're going to set all they, this up. How powerful you are. We need to see that on display, you know, at some point, too. So and speaking of Chekhov's gun yeah. that they leaned on one of the guns too much in mm-hmm. that video from the airplane. Like, right, they right, really exactly. did run well, that into the ground, and I'm glad and the way turned. that he responded to that, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you know, that was like the dangling little thing of, you know, we're gonna have him do whatever we want him to do, but really, it's like he took the offensive, yeah. So that was cool. Which, which brings me to my final point, Dan. Yeah, 
the messiest one, so I put it at the end of the uh, towards the end of the pod okay, so that I can good. I can hide it back here. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah, he uh he does not give a shit anymore and he proclaims it to the world in an in an excellent uh scene. In a very, yeah. very good scene where he gives a speech that ends in him saying, If they control they can control me, what's to stop them from controlling you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I think that we can now talk a little bit more about all of the metaphors happening in yeah. this season of The Boys and how they correlate to modern America. Right. That's Donald Trump. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Right. That's that's him. That's he's well, being Donald Trump. And then what happened? The next yes. episode, they say mm-hmm. your numbers went up forty percent with white males or whatever. You the know? show has flirted with like like public opinion being the most important thing but yeah. it's never dove in this deeply into right. like counting percentage points q ratings and things like that yeah yeah so that's yeah you're right it's on the nose so it's them. all about like you know fox like vod is basically just like a a, a fox news type uh right has affiliation which is funny way. because yeah. they're called vnn right <laughs> that's uh, funny yeah yeah. So so he's doing that. He's they and they and they really I think they're laying it on thick, which I don't mind because I think lessons like this should be laid on thick. They were laid mm-hmm. on thick last year in the mm-hmm. scene where the where that heavy uh, kid uh, who's being indoctrinated on television or with by the computer ends up shooting someone in the liquor store. Mm-hmm. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That was a ve- that right. was that was on the nose. That was very that was laid yeah. on very thick. But I think that's the, that lesson is being missed by a lot of people. Right. So you have to lay it on right. kind of thick. I don't think it hurts when well, they say things like uh-huh. the demographic that he's really hitting in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a timing thing in terms of the story too, because it's like if you don't if you have Homelander building up all this stuff, like you need it to spill out otherwise mm-hmm. it's just not really true to the what's going on you know and it doesn't get right. us to the next level because that was like first level of him kind of being honest and trying to separate himself from his past which he he can't really do other than to just go completely on the offensive and not work right. for anybody and work the for idea himself. is that his ego is big enough that he's just gonna cancel reality and install whatever reality he wants yeah Exactly. That doesn't yeah. make the thing that he wants real. It just right. f- forces everyone around him to pretend as if it is. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, if we're three seasons in and he's not reining in anything back towards coming to like some other, you know, like we said, come to Jesus moment for his character where he maybe would have some kind of good side, then we have to spill completely out to the other side and just it's a matter of time before we see him mm-hmm. fully fully become and he has the capability more than anything because he has the power to kill or whatever he has the power to laser beam crowds and stuff right but more than anything he has the capability to do it he has he has within himself there's other superheroes they can they all have powers they can do depraved monstrous things to humanity in in order to subjugate them right but only he seems to be the one who's flirting with the actual intention of doing it yeah and they set it up in the beginning with edgar that um uh vaught is trying to get out of the the superhero business which i thought was interesting and that makes sense too where we're gonna see a separation with the 
with Vought, and then all of a sudden, all these superheroes are going to be left in the lurch and having to although, govern themselves. Although you know? Bobby Singer, uh, Senator Bobby Singer, uh, uh-huh. calls bullshit on that. He says like mm. he would never give up the power. Mm. Like so, maybe okay. there's something else to be in there. Well, and they they made it. He said like four or five years. He said some other line. That's going to take a long very, time to do that. That's a. He said he's trying to get legit. That's a Godfather right. line. That's right. a line from the Godfather. Yeah. And what happens in the Godfather when you try to get yeah. out? Yeah, they drag you right back. back in. Right. That's right. so. That's a line from the Godfather. We know that that that's, could be. Yeah, yeah. That's impossible. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. tying into more of the stuff from. Uh, today, like uh, mm-hmm. like not a little bit less on the nose than uh, head explodey Ocasio Cortez mm-hmm. uh, is uh, what's his name the fast guy what's his fast oh, name A Train A Train yeah uh, setting up a Black Lives Matter versus the police storyline because uh, we get uh-huh. what is his name Blue Falcon or something like that who he meets up with in uh, episode was that three. No, he hasn't come out with yet. He hasn't come out yet. Oh, he's oh. only been on on news footage. Oh, okay. He's basically a police superhero, and he goes around killing black young men, and then oh. reporting the crime, the quote unquote crimes that they were committing when he mm. when he killed them. Uh, I've seen a lot of people, uh, like, saying like. The, the the scene that you didn't see, like you saw like the police report of Blue, whatever his name is. Yeah. Blue Hawk or something. Yeah. Saying like, yeah, the perpetrator, blah, blah, blah. Right. But that you get a lot of strong like feelings of the thing you didn't see was the scene from American History X. Right. Like the, the, the curb stomp scene. Sure. Like that's like, it's almost like you're watching the the police report after that. Yeah. And they're on the side of the Nazi. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Like that's so... That's definitely going to be that storyline. I think he's uh-huh. there. He's going to be like, he, like you said, I'm Michael Jordan. Famously, Michael Jordan didn't want to come out. What do right. you say? Republicans buy jerseys too. Oh right, yep. Or shoes. Oh shoes, but shoes. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're right. Shoes. But still, shoes. yeah, we get it. Yep. So that, yeah, that's, that's what interesting. He says. I'm Michael Jordan, not Malcolm X. Right. Right. Interesting, man. That's going to yeah, be a I very like on the nose politically but uh-huh. you know this is an on the nose show <laughs> subtlety is not this show's forte yeah exactly no that's true uh before we go dan yeah. uh let me cycle through the other characters um i'm a little bummed about huey's continued ridiculousness <laughs> i know i know what yeah i think yeah i've never uh, never been a huey fan at all through this whole thing i don't thing, like so it's, love triangles coming yeah. into play I when know. the main character when the two characters in a relationship have been through such life altering changes that I'm like no that's that no they would have to have a life altering change to split them up which yeah. might be on its way yeah the 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 idea of homelander claiming that he's now dating starlight puts right. the whole situation you know in an well, interesting place and also that other guy the guy she well, knew the, as a yeah. kid that's who i yeah. meant by the right triangle. the triangle i didn't yeah. mean homelander yeah no, Homelander's that, not part of the triangle no and that feels like a forced like they're trying to force this triangle that's not really i did love that yet, but, they yeah. the, when they were doing the like america's next superhero and it's mm-hmm. a white man uh and then two uh women uh minorities yeah and then the two winners they have to pick two winners <laughs> yeah. and the two winners they pick are two white men it's yeah. like wait how <laughs> well but that one guy's not completely uh a white i mean he looks white but he's a his, he's hispanic isn't oh, he? oh right i think he talks to him in spanish that's right. yeah yeah, yeah. Cause he's yeah, that's but, and that's but why he talks to him in Spanish, and he looks at him like, "What the hell?" Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, like what? I'm sorry, you you're right, you're right, you're right. But still, yeah, it's like a, it's a whitewashing of uh, like sure. getting away, a corporation getting away with. Uh, no, he's not just he's not a white he's not a white the, guy. Like, the deep really, more, yeah. the the deep got all of them because he's like we're washing yeah. away his sins, we're washing away that he was in a cult, right. we're washing away the 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 sexual stuff, we're washing away <laughs> that here's another white guy. Yeah, <laughs> like as usual. Yeah. No, that's so. Uh, yeah, that was for the course. That was a uh, that was a funny moment. Yeah, um, the butcher taking the twenty uh, four hour V was uh, was cool. That was a good fight yeah. scene. Um, him like uh, just because he doesn't see too like he doesn't he can't really control it at first. And, I was uh, a little confused about how how shameful the killing was supposed to be when he kills uh-huh. that guy. Gunpowder, right? He, kill, he finally kills the yeah. gunpowder he kills, guy. Uh, yeah, because he starts to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And you're like, okay, but you're too far. And then at some point you realize, oh, he's just going to kill him. Like, yeah. through that beating, you're like, oh, this isn't going to end with that guy alive. But they made and it an accident. Then, kind of too. yeah. He chops him in half. <laughs> yeah, which he didn't know. He didn't know, like to his own. Right, that was know, an accident. Was a, that kind of an accident, but in a bat, in a boy's fashion of like he roid raged the the punches to the face to death. Yeah, he accidentally laser beamed the entire garage. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was fun. So and he's, we're seeing a lot of side effects going into episode three. Because no, he doesn't know. Nobody knows really like mm-hmm. what this does. So it, the question is like, eventually, is everybody going to start taking that in the boys? Or I mean, obviously, Mother's Milk well, who, is adamantly against that. Out of the boys, I stand crew, behind. I I I want Mother's Milk to be like he is in the in the comics because I think that's a cool idea. That remind his me, mom remember. worked in uh-huh. at Vought, and so his oh. he has mm. slight powers, right? Because she got it through his mother's milk. Right. Like oh, okay. He yeah. Was, it, like that makes the sense. radiation from the Vought shit got into him. And that's why, because he hasn't, he, remember he bent like a steel bar in like the first like uh, scene that he was in, in that, in uh-huh. that gym for like underprivileged youth that yeah. he was working at. But they never took it any further, huh? Right. Uh, yeah. He's and they, done two or three things that seem superhuman from time to time. But he's the most kind of adamantly against. Right. Soups, you know. So, well, the, at I mean, least two is, other soups that I know are adamantly against soups too. <laughs> the little boy in Kimiko. Yeah, yeah, so, no, right, yeah. Right. It, that does happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that'll be curious, yeah, to see how that pays mm-hmm. off. But any yeah, other characters you want to mention before we wrap it up? I don't think so. I think that's well. Just Maeve is like ba- like taking a backseat, hardcore, huh? Yeah, I'm For okay this, with uh, that. Yeah, I feel like they were kind of they they never really handled Maeve correctly. Yeah, I agree. So I'm yeah. okay if she needs to well, chill out with her Brave Maves LGBTQ <laughs> ice cream or what was it? The stuff in I that know. that sounds right. BLM BLT, amazing. The stuff in the <laughs> in the in the theme park. Yeah, the theme park oh, is God. so full of funny little like asides. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. that was like a scene from BoJack Horseman. That whole that, oh okay, that, all the little jokes in the background. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Um, Charlize Theron showing up as uh, the Nazi girl in the movie version. Right. Stormfront. Great. Traumatized. Oh, Stormfront in general. Uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. That whole thing. Uncomfortable. I'm not sad about a Nazi dying, especially as hateful a one as her. Right. But still uncomfortable. Yeah, and the idea of her killing herself on Homelander's birthday was like a nice little icing on the cake. The sex. Their sex. No, thank you. Uh, (laughs) Also, Ashley. Did you see also Ashley? What is that? So Ashley has a Ashley has a part, or or or, uh, she's got a uh, what you call it? Not a sidekick, an assistant. 
Uh-huh. Ashley the oh, redhead, the yeah. one who works for Vought. Right. She's great. She's like maybe yeah. my favorite character. Yeah. Uh, she's fun. She's got a sidekick. Her name is also Ashley. And if you look uh-huh. at the credits, her name is also Ashley. That's hilarious. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's it for me. Yeah, I think that's good. And I don't know. Yeah, that's played by ear. And once uh, the season's done, if it's worth coming back, we, we might, need something. We might that... slap it together like this. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see where we're yep. at with it. But yeah, it's going to be uh I there's no reason this shouldn't, you know, be the best season so far for this show. No, it looks like yeah. it's it's been plenty of fun so far. So I'm looking forward to it. Otherwise, <laughs> next week we will see you with the usual upcoming so that you can know what you're going to watch next month. Yeah. So then, adios. Bye. Don't watch.